0: Dear Diary, I read a meme the other day that said, anything that costs you your peace is too expensive. Well, what if the thing that's costing you your peace is also how you pay your bills? What if there's no way out of that? Welcome back to the Lady Mooncast. I'm Laura Wong, owner, uh, artist, designer, creatrix, behind Lady Moon Company, podcaster extraordinaire and co-host of Third Eye Bind. It's actually nice not to have to worry about what I look like right now for this. Uh, Just to give you a little intro. The Lady Moon cast was, a, was my second podcast that I ever did. And it was just me talking about being a business owner. And I wanted to revamp it and start it up again because I like to talk about myself. And because I think it's important for me to practice vulnerability and being honest about how I'm feeling is... A way to do that taking this time every week to reflect on what's going on in my business what's going on in my head um i think it'll be really therapeutic for me and i think it's something that i felt like i wanted to do because apparently talking for three to four hours every week with caitlin is not enough <laughs> so But even if I don't feel like doing it, I'm going to be doing these little sessions because I think by also practicing and sharing vulnerability, it may help somebody else out there. It may help somebody else feel not alone in that, in what they're going through as a entrepreneur, as an artist. As a creative person, as a human, I think, I think I'm pretty good at being honest. So let's, let's give it a go, shall we? So this quote I mentioned, this meme, that's what came to mind when I saw it because right now I should mention the date, May 11th. 2023. I'll probably title these the date that I record them. I think that would be kind of nice. Um, I business is hard right now. It's hard for everybody. The economy is not wonderful. Um, Sales are down a lot because people don't have money to spend on which case, which is totally understandable. Um, People are trying to survive to eat. The cost of living is high right now. And I'm very, very grateful for the income that I do have from my business and that I can do this full time. And It's starting to feel like I need to do some more. Luckily, there are more. I will be having more things go on um, as soon as this fall. I have some other ventures that are happening that are really, really exciting and like totally new worlds that I've never stepped into. And I cannot speak of those things right now, but I can tell you that there's there's more going to happen for me. It's I don't feel so trapped in just this one thing. Um, I love my business. But I think like any parent loves a child, there's always a point of contention (laughs) when the child is misbehaving or, you know, being a little too high maintenance. And my business child's daycare, AKA Instagram is a very expensive right now with my time. It's harder to get views and reach to new people through not all the faults of my own, as much as I like to put it on myself. Um, it's hard for everybody, whether they want to admit it or not, it is. And so I want other people to understand that and not to be discouraged because they're not alone. I think sometimes as business owners, we get caught up with, especially if you do really well and have your quote, you know, your, um, your sales go up and up and up and up. Like, through the first few years of your business, and then something happens. It's normal to ebb and flow. And that's something I've had to learn because I'm not a perfectionist, but I have high standards for myself. And I'm very hard on myself. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are because we have so much responsibility to, to that we are our own boss and, it's like making me emotional. We are our own bosses and that's a blessing and a curse because we are the ones that are, we hold ours, we have to hold ourselves accountable. And if you're someone who is hard on yourself because of whatever, because of trauma, because of whatever reason, that's gonna hit you harder and make it really hard to maintain your mental health while performing these jobs which are in addition to being your own boss you're likely doing the jobs of several 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 other professionals (laughs) at the same time and so what's happening with me is yes I'd love to and I need to relinquish some control I have one employee And they're wonderful, but I've had to scale back on their hours. And I've had to do some, like some jobs that they'd normally do because I can't afford to pay them. And that's, that happens. Um, it's upsetting to think that corporate greed and when people get laid off and it's like, you guys could afford to pay these people, you just don't want to lose a million of your own bajillion dollar fortunes to your executive. This is not the same thing as what a single person owned business goes through. Um, So I've had to take on more responsibility and it's hard. It's hard. And um, it's exhausting trying to be a creative person and operate from a sense of what you you know what fulfills you um in a tiktoky world where i don't blame people for jumping on these trends and doing a tiktok dance and having like um like purposeful outraged posts that garner attention because You know, when there's a fire truck driving down the street, we all stop and we all look. When there's an accident on the side of the road, we all stop and we all look. Is that a way to get attention by starting a house fire? Sure. Is it the energy I want to put out into the world? Fuck no, it's not. And you won't see me doing that shit. It is tempting. And I don't blame people, again, because people are just trying to I don't know what they're trying to do. My only concern, you know what? I guess I should be grateful. My only concern is money, because that's a thing that's attainable and that flows. And as a realist, sometimes it's hard to, as an earthly, an earth like a lot of earth placements in my chart if we're going to get astrological. Yes, I am air, but I'm pretty heavy earth and I think it's a little hard to um I don't know. For me it's hard it's not hard to be positive, but it's I'm a realistic person. You know, I think okay, well I need to prepare for xyz and I try not to do that before the ships even port into my exist into that you know to existing i try not to count my chickens before they hatch but it's to protect myself because if you get expect too much and the rug gets pulled from under you like where do you i don't i don't know how to manage that feeling very well personally um it's hard um it's also hard to try to maintain, I don't, I'm not really a fan of like fronting, like everything's fine. I, I'm so look how great my business is doing. Like I'd rather be real about it. And my business is doing fine by all intensive purposes. 2021 was a crazy good year for a lot of people. Oddly enough, uh, people were at home, people were shopping, you know, and just the way that Instagram has grown and how we, I'm glad that people are out and doing things and like existing in their lives. So, but you know, things are kind of crazy right now and they're out of our control and the sources for these issues aren't the focus. They don't want the focus to be on them. Capitalism is crazy. Um, and it's complicated. And I'm not going to fucking talk about that right now because this is about me. So, <laughs> but it affects all of us. But it's hard not to be disappointed in myself when I don't perform outperform myself and outperform myself and I I have some trauma associated with that from um, a school I attended that was very intent on perfectionism and it was like two years of like reaching for unachievable attainments and um, I think I fucked me up a little bit in the head to be honest with you I was not in the place to receive that sort of message when I went to when I was in my early 20s I was not in a wonderful place and I don't think that message at the time it felt nice and felt like but I don't think that's a healthy way to exist um and I'd like to let some of that go and I hope that anyone who hears this can sort of let go easy on yourself it's easier said than done Believe me, I know. But it's also for me about, I think about this a lot, like what makes me valuable? I'm going to cry. The fact that I even have to ask that question or that I ask my, that question to myself is sad. In a world where it's like numbers and followers and all this shit, like what makes me valuable? I'm already fucking valuable. I'm valuable because I fucking exist and I love and I care about my community. And I care about witchcraft and I care about my peers and how they're doing and I think that makes me a valuable person. But sometimes I think I search for that validation. And I have to remind myself that it's I'm already I mean, I, I like myself a lot. I do. But I think it's just like reminding yourself that you're like enough because what what really matters to you in this world? Like what matters? Is that where we exist and that we enjoy the earth and our life that we get because it's short. So I, that helps me, that perspective and the perspective I get from my my guides or my court, as Caitlin would call it. I'm referring to Caitlin Grania, my very, very dear friend and co-host of um, our podcast, Third Eye Bind. Third eye bind, not to be confused with third eye blind, the band. (laughs) Um, That's who I'm referring to. But I think if you grew up or have trauma associated with like being discarded or abandoned, which I do. um, I have a lot of trauma with that then you may have a sense of like, what makes me worthwhile when it comes to other people. Because I feel like if you're an abandoned, if you feel abandoned or have issues with abandonment, you're good by yourself. Like for me, I'm good by myself. I'm, I like my space. I had to learn how to like my space. I um, took care of myself at a certain point in time in my life and i did the best i could and it became very independent and i value that independence and i learned to love myself and really like who i was and but when it comes to other people especially with having a business and being a witch and being open about it and mixing in all of this these these personal things that have kept me going all these years and putting it out into the, the ether and sharing and that, those are scary things. If you have some of those issues, those are scary, big things. And that's what I do for a living, <laughs> that's what I do. I, I share, and if you're a creative, you share. And you feel things very deeply and yeah, you can be shy in certain ways. And I don't even like the word shy. let feel like there's such a negative connotation with it. It's more like, I don't want to be seen. <laughs> I have a friend who's, who said uh, once on a zoom, if they're listening, they'll know who they are they always say like, I don't want to be perceived right now. And I thought it was just brilliant um, way to put that. And they're not, they're not really a shy person to be fair, but sometimes we just don't, but then it, then it goes back to, you know, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, our business is to be confident about our business. (laughs) So when you, have these moments of self doubt, like, how do you push through? And like you just witnessed with my thought process, that's the way that I sort of get there is by going, am I valuable? (laughs) Wait, why am I asking myself that? Of course I'm valuable. This is what really matters in this world. Anything else is frosting and there you go. And then I'm grounded. But it's hard. Um, honestly, even when my business is kicking ass, it's hard. I'm never like, look at me, I'm on top of the world. Like I'm always waiting for the shoe to drop, and I would love to stop doing that too. I've been better about that, but celebrating your accomplishments as a woman or of you know all women, any woman. <laughs> as a woman, um, celebrating that in a world where everyone I know is having kids. And look, not everyone can have kids. Having a kid is very difficult, but I think it might be harder to run a small business. And I might get some shit for that, but I don't really care. Um, I think to actually be able to create something from nothing, it's a similar thing. You're creating a baby from nothing, but I don't know. The hard wiring biologically that goes on is not really there. Whatever, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But point being the accomplishment of creative ventures matter. They're valid. They're just as exciting as having a kid because I don't want to have a kid. I don't want to do that. And we don't really celebrate like when people have small bus- open a small business or they we just go, oh, that's great, cool. throw yourself a fucking party. And may people get you gifts. Like, honestly, if you have a pet, like, have a pet birthday party. I've had so many pet fucking parties in my life for my dogs. Like, it's fun. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting being a person who loves children and loves to work with children and will be working with children, and for children, but that you don't have children yourself. I think it's an interesting, really cool place to be and a really meaningful thing for me to do, but it's not for me to do literally. And as a 36 year old, forgot how old I was. It's that time. It's that time where these things are coming up. And I think a part of my value is really kind of fighting for that and reminding people that your creative outputs are your children. They're your, as a creatrix, I'm a creator. And to live your life as such is to be a mother to your own inventions. And that's beautiful and valid and fucking cool. And so is being an actual mother to my actual mother say a mother to children and to give birth and to raise kids. I think that's all wonderful. It's whatever you want to do. But there's definitely a skew of what society thinks is acceptable for birthing people to do and not do. And when you choose not to do what society thinks is correct, which in being a witch and in, and choosing to be child-free by choice, I've checked two of those boxes. So it's it's interesting being a bit of an outsider. I like it. I don't think I would change that. So back to my original quote of, if something costs you a piece, it's too expensive. Do you like rent it out for a while? Do you sublet it? Do you put it on pause? What if you can't do that? Then maybe it's not too expensive. Maybe you're just spending too much money on it. Maybe you can get it for cheaper somewhere else. I don't know. But all I know is I can't stop working right now. A lot of people don't have the privilege to stop the thing that's hurting them mentally. We have to find ways to cope. That's the only option if you need for survival, unfortunately, is that we need to learn how to cope. So breaks are great. Meditation is great. Spiritual connection is great. Magic is great. Witchcraft is wonderful. Venturing out into other things is great. Having hobbies is great. Um, Relinquishing control in the fact that you can schedule posts and use that time that you'd be doing to, you'd be Scrambling to make content to do something else. Like take a nap or watch TV. Watching TV is fucking great. I kind of don't care what anybody says. Binge watching TV. Yeah, you're checking out, but some of us need to check out for a while because we're checked in all the fucking time. And vegging out and, and dissociating from... Our realities is a coping mechanism 100%. And you know what? I'm not doing drugs. (laughs) So I'll watch fucking dead files for eight hours straight. Sometimes that's what I need. And not everyone's going to understand that. Sometimes your partner doesn't understand that. Sometimes it doesn't fucking matter. Make them understand, you know, like. I'm also likely on the spectrum and I'm a person that will listen to the same song over and over again. I'm a person that will watch the same show. I like to binge watch things. I get I get into routines where things help me and I feel comfort from them and then I will latch on to it for a while. And the consistency is comfortable to me, I think, because of my abandonment issues. And because of my, my autism or my ADHD, or whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah, I've developed a sound sensitivity lately, the past year. I wear headphones most of the day. Not all day, but I prefer to wear them because it's calming and noise is very... I have anxiety also, so there's that. Um, it's trigger for sure. It always has been. I mean, even going into public restrooms and flushing the toilet is too loud. The hand dryer is too loud um, for me. That sort of a thing. But giving yourself the little tools that you need to comfort yourself I love weighted blankets, some people don't, but I really, really do. And um, if you can get your hands on a sheltered co blanket, they, um, I think they just, they went out of business and they came back, but their blankets are like, they have hole, They're holes in them. So like they're knitted or um, woven or whatever. So there's, bit. they're big chunks of like soft fabric with holes in them. So you can put your feetsies through and your handsies through. And they're very tactile. Um, anyway, highly recommend that. Headphones are wonderful. I have Bose noise-cancelling. Noise-cancelling saved... It, it changed my life. Noise-cancelling headphones. Um, yeah. There's a lot that goes on for us as business people and finding little comforts Make a big difference and getting perspective. <clears throat> My voice. Okay. Well, I will talk to you soon. I'm going to go. Thanks for listening to the Lady Mooncast. Love, Laura.